Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Happy Friday. It's a Friday in Lent, though, so shouldn't it be somber, reflective Friday instead? Well, regardless, it's the end of a five-day teaching week, and it's been a full one. Oh yeah, I'm Rick, and I'm glad you're here for the 61st episode of the Presence Podcast. It was a bit of a different day for me teaching-wise, and I thought this would be my God's Presence moment for the day. But then this evening, I had my eyes, my ears, and my soul open, and I was surprised in a moment when I knew I had a new GPM, or God's Presence moment, for today. Pull up a chair and have a seat, and I'll tell you all about it. Today, at the Catholic school where I teach, it was our annual Vocation Awareness Day. On this day, all of our students, it's close to 700, through their religion class, hear a speaker or two about vocations. The day changes year to year. We've separated boys and girls in different spaces and had a priest talk to the young men and religious sisters with the young women. Other years, we kept all the kids together and had a married couple come and talk about that vocation. Today, we had all the kids together in our chapel and a priest and a young engaged woman cover both vocational callings. I took all five of my classes to to the chapel and also sat in as a sub for two more periods. It was a pretty good presentation, and the two speakers, bless their hearts, still had voices and energy after the seven periods of talking. I got to sit for all, sir, for all seven as I pulled up a small table, plugged in my laptop, and got some well-overdue grading done. For the most of the day, I thought this time in the chapel would be my GPM, but I realized that I didn't really feel God's presence that noticeably during it. I wasn't that present to the speakers or the space as I had my head in my laptop and the work that I was getting done. And then I had a clear and powerful moment in the evening. Yesterday, episode number 60, I reflected on my son and his role in his school's production of Mary Poppins. My wife and I went to see it again, and I gained more appreciation for the entire production beyond my son's part in it. First of all, I was aware of how well the show was cast. The girl, a junior, my son's grade, who played Mary, was great in the role, while her mysterious, chimney-sweeping friend, Bert, was well-played, too. But the absolutely amazing set of characters was the Banks family. The girl playing Mrs. Banks was appropriately matronly. Not surprisingly, she played Morticia, the mom, in the Adams Family production last fall. The dad was played by a senior who, with his height and way-too-early authentic male-pattern baldness, really looked like he was 40-ish. And then there were the Banks' son and daughter, who were supposed to be 10-ish and 12-ish. The truly amazing thing is that both the actor and actress in these parts, with their small sizes, they were actually the same height as each other, baby faces and acting talent, they really looked the age of the parts. Although all four actors were seniors graduating in a few months, they really looked like the family they were portraying. So someone knew how to cast. And someone also could choreograph as the dance numbers, especially the late in the show stepping time, were amazing and bursting with joyful energy. Plus, they had a flight crew and a company who was paid to come in and set this up, who made Mary fly multiple times and Bert fly and flip while flying. But the most striking aspect, and one that can't be taught as much as organically grown, was the sense of community and joy seen in the entire cast in the finale-slash-curtain call. They sang and danced to a reprise of the favorite songs, especially Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, 
There, it's in your head for the rest of the day. The audience, which had been more mellow overall than tonight than the one opening night, exploded with appreciation as the standing ovation began almost right after the curtain call started. I loved seeing the joy on the faces of the performers who have worked so hard as they basked in the well-deserved adulation. I imagined God there as well, clapping along, whistling, and standing and applauding the community, the joy, and the life in the theater tonight. When have you given a heartfelt appreciation to others? When have you received adulation after a job well done? Was your experience of God the same in each of these moments or somehow different? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.